encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Hello again, Living Hope. Welcome back to our Stepping Stones Practical Conversations on Relationship Evangelism podcast. We're actually now on episode 15, and I'm excited this week to have with me to interview Mike Wagner. Uh, Mike's married to Liz. They have three wonderful daughters. Mike is active on the worship team. In fact, he writes his own music as well. And Liz is soon to be installed as our children's director. During the day, Mike works in construction, and he recently built his own house. Busy guy for sure. And Mike is actually another example of, I've talked about this before, of of why I wanted to start this podcast. Um, After teaching on evangelism several years back, uh, Mike came up to me and told me how God had been using him to reach out to a co-worker, another great evangelism story. And out of that story, I was just more and more reinforced that I want these stories to be told and heard and encouraged in our church and really the birth of Stepping Stones podcast was not too far after that. Um, So I just thought it would be another perfect opportunity to have Mike here on the podcast and uh, get his story out there and and, um, share more with uh, more Living Hope to have the encouragement of people like Mike living it out in their workplace day to day and letting everyone know it can be done. So, Mike, hello. How are you doing? Hello, Chris. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> good, good. Me. Yeah, it sounds like you had a busy day. Every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, one of my favorite things about Sunday morning church is uh, watching your daughters scamper around the halls <laughs> and from one place to the next, and they always have looks on their face that they're doing something. So your family's wonderful. I really enjoyed uh getting to know you guys so they are, thank you yes yeah. they are yes yeah so um i said that i wasn't 100 percent sure if you were going to use uh i had invited you on the podcast asked you to share a story and i wasn't 100 percent sure that you were gonna share that particular story you told me but it sounds like you are gonna gonna use that particular story of the work relationship um and yeah, this is this is your chance. I just want to give you the floor. Tell us a little bit about how it developed and um, where it ended up. And then as I'm listening, I'll just kind of process it and say, oh, I wonder about this part of it or that part and kind of dialogue with you for a little bit so that everyone can get a little more information. So. Sure. And jump in anytime. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I guess this story is the most relevant because it's the most recent yeah. you know, one that comes to mind. But um, I, I like you said, I work in construction. Um, it's a bit of a rough crowd sometimes, yeah. to say the least. But um, but yeah, I, um, there was a, a new hire. Uh, we hired her from a, a local college, hmm. and uh, we I would say we hit it off pretty good right off the bat. Um, she she kind of took a, a liking to me and kind of like a 
I don't know, almost like a father-daughter type thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I asked her to shadow me, shadow me around the job. Let's see how we handle things and right. and um, how we interact with people and solve problems, basically. Yeah. And um, so yeah, she she shadowed me for a bit, and and um, then she you know she felt comfortable enough to you know o- open up, and and I you know over I would say ever since I probably the past five years uh, been in leadership positions at work. Mm-hmm. And been in maybe the position to hear people out differently rather than like a one of the soldiers, you know, you, you become more of a people manager. But right. she she randomly just started opening up to me one day. You know, she is basically the L in the LGBTQ community. Hmm. Um, Got it. I I mean I was kinda surprised, but I was like, Oh, okay, okay, you know, and, and right. um it's a bit of an awkward spot, right? Right. You know, especially when you're a Christian, you know, but Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I, you know, I, we had a relationship that we were able to build build from, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and and you know, in in a worker and associate regard, I, I care for her in that way, you know. And, and um, yeah. So I listened to everything she told me, you know, the story about how you know things progressed with her and her family when the news was broken, and mm. you know, I I I realized that you know you people kind of just especially right now in our country, they just kind of want to be heard. They, mm. you know, they want, people want you to listen to them. Right. And it's almost like people are surprised when you want to listen to them or, or, or yes. you actually ask questions about their story. Yeah. Like, wait, this person is listening enough to actually ask me questions. Like they remembered that part I told them. Right. It's kind of sad, but it's true. That, yeah. That's how we are. Absolutely. Um, especially post COVID. Um, but yeah, listen to the story and, um, I never, uh, she, she knew where I stand too, uh, mm. in my faith. It, it's not, I don't go around, you know, doing cartwheels and shouting Jesus name at work, but, um, you know, I, I, I try to, to live right yeah. and handle myself in situations and, and treat people in such a way, kind of like we read in Philippians two, chapter yeah. two, um, you know, see, see them, uh, look not only to your own interests yeah. and, 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 um, uh, count someone others more significant than yourself. You know, and, and if, if you walk around with that mindset, which is Christ's mindset, yeah, it's amazing how much respect you gain by giving it, yeah, abundantly and right. and and acts of service abundantly. Right. And I think that really, maybe it was new for her. Yeah. Um, I I don't know, but yeah. uh, we formed a relationship, and and I think um, maybe she was surprised. I, I almost want to say I, I got from it that I didn't kind of shy away from her or condemn her in a certain way, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, that doesn't mean I have to accept and propagate it. Right. right? But, um, I accept her for who she is and, and I came down to meet her where she was yeah. just as our savior did for us. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for sure. uh, but we formed a great relationship. <clears throat> um, we would, we would get in conversations sometimes, um, you know, philosophical type conversations, doctrinal <laughs> type conversations and you know, we would, I would respectively disagree with her on some things, you know, there, right, there's right. definitely not a great doctrinal base she has, although she comes mm. from a, a Catholic based family hmm. uh, in that regard. But, uh, yeah, we, we formed a great relationship and, and she would confide in me, uh, things that were surprising at times, mm. confide in me with that, you know, uh, right. but, but, uh, and actually I, I had, I have this letter here. She wrote me, it's, hmm. Kind of crazy. It reminds me back when I was in high school, but it, it's a piece of paper folded up into an envelope, and then in the envelope is 
right. folded up another fancy wax. She took even the tell you time how to, do it. Yeah. to do that, and right. yeah, and it's special. You can and tell it's, it's in pencil. It's handwritten too, yeah. which is crazy. I don't I forgot how to read handwritten right, stuff, but right. um, yeah, it's it's this two full two page letter, um, basically, uh, really heartfelt, thanking me for hmm. you know leadership for discernment, wisdom on things, teaching her or not. But specifically, she went into a section in this letter, you know, thank you for um, accepting me as a female in an industry that isn't as male dominated, you know. Right. I, maybe I owe that one to my three little girls that have yeah, kind of softened right. me up over the past eight years. But that does it. Um, but, and, and then even furthermore, not, not outcasting me for, for being who I am, right? Mm, so, right. But the, I guess the point is, is, is um, you know, I listened to, to the podcast that Brian did right over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he told the story about a close friend of his seven years later. Right. You know, he hadn't spoken with him anything about then, and all of a sudden he said, you know, I, his friend said, I watched how you lived, and I watched how your family was, and I watched how you interacted with yeah. with the world. And, and uh, right. you know, there, there was a, a, it's like a lighthouse, yeah. you know, and, and I think the world's missing a lot of it. And I think she saw that, and I didn't walk around thinking, man, I'm a great leader or, Man, I'm so wise. Not mm-hmm. one day, you know, but people pick up on it, right. you know, because it's not super common, yep. especially in, you know, construction, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think things that we look at from a worldly point of view as masculine, I think Jesus turns them upside down. You know, it, it doesn't yeah. seem very masculine to put others before you mm. or to see others as more than yourself. It seems kind of more masculine in the world to to um, dominate someone, you know, yeah. verbally or intellectually or physically, mm-hmm. you know, but it's quite the opposite. And right. I think people are very receptive to that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's wonderful. I, I, I remember when you told me this story, and I think it was still happening when we first talked. Like, do you still you work together? Um, actually, we... the. This past job I'm on, we don't. But the next job I start in February, we're back together. Oh, again. so she's yeah. still with the company. Yeah, but, absolutely. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so there, the story is still uh, ongoing, ongoing. Yet yeah. to be, yet to be written. Um, yeah, the, I think at the time you were kind of wrestling through some of the, um, like the politics of the LGBTQ stuff, and and all you know, like is it how to act in the workplace and all that but it but yeah it seems like you really just cut through a lot of that with the way that you um lived just the exactly what you've described the way you lived and the way you just uh treated her like a a person and not like a you know like a political group or something Mm -hmm. i think people get scared of talking to people one-on-one because of something we heard on the news or something about you know what this group thinks of this group or whatever and but so you found that even though she shared that pretty early on it didn't shut a door for you it was was it something you were nervous about um when she first said that or were you like just keep going keep it on keep it on with her or how did how did it immediate initially uh, affect you when you heard that she was lesbian yeah well i'm not gonna say i I was never nervous. I was always nervous talking right, about that stuff. Right, right. You just don't know what's going to set someone off, you know. Yeah. But I think, I think, if if someone knows where your heart is, hmm. and you do right. something or say something that's not necessarily right, but 
they knew where your heart was and knew where your aim was at. Right. Um, I think it's received differently. You know, I said things that yeah. she vehemently disagreed with. Hmm. But afterward, we walked together the job and laughed and right. You know, but this is my stance. I'm not moving from it. Yeah. You know, uh, but as as a person, I love you. I respect you. You're very important. You yeah. Know? Uh, you're you're not just important to me as a team, but you're important to God. Right. I mean, um, you you're, you you are you were bought and paid the same way I was bought and paid for. Mm. <clears throat> so um, yeah, yeah, and and I think. No matter, I probably could have said anything, and she probably wouldn't have got mad. I'd say, yeah, you know, yeah, because she knew where I stood with the with bond. Her. Yeah, was of there. Course. Yeah, that it cuts through, right? I mean, you just we see these videos of people screaming at each other on picket lines or whatever, and it it makes us nervous to start that conversation. But uh, humble-hearted, Christ-centered attitude that loves another person can really break through and make a a bond where the world would say these two people can't have that bond. I'd love for Living Hope to have that confidence, you know, that I think sometimes we get in our head about evangelism and about sharing our faith and being Christian in our world because of some of these outside issues. Where and and that's why the whole relationship evangelism thing is so important to me and to scripture i think it's because it really does like a whole a spirit-fed love for another person just just gets through all that stuff that could get in the way so yeah you know sharing it um over the past uh, three years um since i've been on the with the with the worship team Hmm. um you know, at first, it's kind of like I was forced to listen to the songs because I had to learn them. Yeah. You know, I really didn't know any. Right. You know, and I never would have, I would have lost a lot of money if I made that bet that I'd be singing in front of a church right, <laughs> one day. But, but um, I, uh, it, 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 I was forced to surround myself with the word more. And, and it changed yeah. me. It made me a better driver even. Hmm. Right. So like a little bit less rageful. You know, okay. Down okay. Bit, I got you. You're going to get I there, Mike. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Um, on the road a lot. But it, 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 it has made me, it's given me a lot more empathy, I, mm. I would say, would be the biggest thing I've noticed in my life. I have more empathy toward people. It, it mm. used to be, um, man, I'm going through this hard thing. Well, that sucks, but at least you're not going through this. You right. know, it was kind of that attitude I've right. always had. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say between, you know, at Living Hope, really being changed in the past eight, nine years, specifically in the past three years hmm. and then with my daughters and yeah um I, I remember about two years ago i i went shopping on christmas eve that's when i go shopping christmas oh, yeah. eve okay and i walked in and there's a bunch of guys there it's just a, sure. a store full of men looking yeah, for christmas yeah. presents on christmas eve I'm and sure. um i don't know what it was but i just kind of stood there and i looked around and i just i just remember feeling so sad hmm. um i was looking at people and we were buying stuff, and it wasn't in a judgmental way. Right. But it was like, man, I, tomorrow we're celebrating the birth of our Savior. Right. You know, and, and I'm in this retail store and it's filled with a bunch of people, and I'm just looking around, and I'm like, man, does that person know God? You yeah. Know? And, and I, I didn't say anything to anyone yeah. that night, but I, I don't remember ever thinking that before right. Before that. But it, it transformed from, like, I got to buy this present. Sure. You know, to, Locked in. You know, and do these people know God and, and that's kind of the transformation of, of, of the heart over the past few years and oh, and wow. uh, I, I want people I want people to know 
how important they are. Hmm. And I think a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. And I think that it's a it's a huge epidemic. And I think it starts, it, or it can start with just listening to someone. Yes. No matter what the point of view is, not getting outraged, you know, and building a relationship. You know, even Christ with his disciple for a few years it took, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen overnight. When I was first saved, I was, uh, I believe I was 17 years old. <laughs> and, man, I had this, like, fire you know, I was ready to go yeah. out and just save the world, you right. know. And yeah. uh, But I didn't have the discernment. I didn't have the wisdom. Hmm. Um, I just got saved. I was, like I said, on fire. And I, I'd go out to my church, and we'd hand out these audio cassette tapes. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, uh, sure. So we'd hand them out to, at University of Delaware wow. in Newark, Delaware. We'd hand them out, and you know, because uh, I'm from Elkton. And you get some snarky responses, you know, you get... Uh, you know, every now and then someone might talk to you for a second, but right, you right. were just bothering them, you know, right. not that there's not a place for that somewhere. Right. I, I don't want right. to knock that, but it's, it's, it's the way we live our lives Amen. and, and having a Christ, a mind of Christ within us mm-hmm. and how we approach things. And not that there's not a good testimony in someone that, um, was born into a stable family and financially stable. But through construction, what I see is when I meet Christians on site, hmm. you know, most of them are, a lot of them anyway, are, are tatted up or, mm. you know, they're a little bit rough around the edges. <laughs> right, or they right. came here and slept in the desert for three, four or five days. Or they put their family in a trunk and gave someone $5,000 wow. to come to our country. You know, right, and, and right. The, these are the stories that, um, these are the testimonies that, right. that, that win people over. It's it's like when you go to a gym. Well, I want to see some evidence. Yeah, yeah. Here's your evidence of God's work right here. Right. Look at these people. Yeah. You know, they were broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, they suffered with Christ, and uh, and he, he he transforms lives. Yeah. You know it's and um, and people also hate hip, hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. So how how can I possibly preach one thing and live another way? Right. You know, it, that that's an instant turnoff. Right. No matter who you're. Who right, you're dealing with so right. Well, and even if we do blow it at work, uh, owning up to it, you know, dealing with the person that you had a had a falling out with, or maybe went out a little too hard, and and that will be unexpected too, because a lot of times we just sweep stuff under the rug. I think there's a lot of ways that you can be. I have been challenged by the Lord to not only live it out. But admit it when I don't live it. <laughs> live yeah, it out in the right. workplace. You you're know? absolutely right. So. Yeah, it's not covering it up. It's it's being open. And look, there's there's thing. I, I'm I'm a I'm just a guy. Yeah. Right in construction, and I've fallen short, and I've said things that I hope the elders and the deacons <laughs> and the congregation never has to hear. Right. Yeah, don't be, put it on the podcast. Yeah, it'd be so uh, embarrassing. Right. Sure. And, sure. But you're absolutely right. It's it's when you own up to it, and you say, look, I'm I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to talk to you that that way. You know, we had a disagreement. Yeah. But let's start that conversation over. Yeah. What, you know, what's on your mind? What's the concern? And, and you're right. That has a lot of power in it too. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, you touched on the listening part. That one I think is huge. I've talked about early in the other podcasts that people are just eager to be listened to. And I think one of the bridges, like, can I share the whole gospel with somebody? That feels really hard. But 
listening to someone, that's not so hard. Asking a few questions, following up on those questions, actually remembering what they told you. It seems like you mentioned that, and that was a key part of, the, of this story, right? Just listening to her. Yeah, with, with her and um, definitely with her and, and with others, too. I mean, I, hmm. if, if you just lend your ear for a few minutes, even people you haven't built a relationship with for weeks or months, the things they tell you, mm. you know, it's like people don't ha- it's like people don't have an outlet. Right. You know, and it's like, man, this this person, listen, I, I have a structural engineer on the job I work with, and he was telling me all about his kids and his messy divorce, and mm. I was just offering him some advice, and I found myself on this third floor concrete deck on this random sunny day giving a structural engineer yeah. uh, divorce advice for marriage, you know, right. and it, it, it's the, the, the things, the places we're put in and the people we're talking to and the things that we talk about, right. you just never know, right? you know, but... Um, I offered him, you know, I've never been divorced, so what do I know? But I offered him advice from from what, what I hope is a godly perspective, yeah. from someone who's listened to him, from someone Concerned. who cares yeah. about the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, in all honesty, man, I, I hope it works out for you. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for you. Yeah. And, and dropping those types of words, right? right. So yep. maybe he's an atheist. You, you yeah. have no idea, but I'm praying for you, man. Yeah. You know, you're, you're on my mind. Right. I'm, I'm, I care about you enough to set out a slice of my time. To think about you, yeah, and ask my God, who I think can, right. you know, make things a lot better and, yeah. and fix these things for you. Yeah, and whether you're a Christian, Catholic, Muslim, whatever, just to say that I think that I think that actually means something to people. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That's that's awesome. That's another flashback to our other episodes, confirming what I really think is is huge in this whole process of just listening and people responding to that to just light up when they're listened to by somebody who really cares. Um, so one more thing, I don't know if you specifically said it in your story, but I think when I tell you it, you, you'll probably find a connection. One thing that I admire about you, leading worship, sharing a little bit here and there, is that you take like the sort of the religious words and ideas and you kind of boil them down into pretty plain language. Remember your uh, you were the passion for the Lord as compared to the Kool-Aid guy crashing through a brick wall you yeah. shared one time. And I mean that's just one example, but I think you communicate your words. You know, you don't get like highfalutin with your spiritual words. And I guess I wonder like how that works for you. Maybe you did say like listening to worship music does that or something. But like one thing I think really is important for evangelism is taking Christian words and sort of filtering them into our normal language so that when we're talking to somebody, it doesn't sound like we're coming to them from a different place. We're just talking with our normal language. Does that make sense? Do you agree with me that you kind of do that? And, and if so, do you, how, do you, how do you do that? So um, I guess the, the answer to your last question is I, I don't know how I do it, but I, I mean, thank you, first of all. Sure, sure. I don't know if I possess the cognitive capability to be highfalutin if I wanted to anyway. <laughs> in all it's honesty. just you. It's... But um, I think that's one thing. Um, right. But the other thing is, you know, that the word of God has become more illuminated to me over the past several years, mm. exponentially. Right. And... If you, if you actually wanted to preach the word of God, it's it's gibberish to mm. someone who, right, who doesn't, I don't know how to say, doesn't understand or it hasn't been, you know, um, uh, 
isn't actively seeking the word awakened, of God or doesn't that has been yeah. awakened. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Because that was me right. one day. You know, I, I could have read the Bible straight through when I was 17 hmm. and not understood any of it. Right. And I think that's actually how a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Actually, I hope it's not just me. But yeah. but I I think when you when you just like you said bring it down to a to a term oh this I'm excited because of this or you know right. I'm my heart's tender today because of this you know right. and and you put it down into something that I guess I just work with a lot of people like that too you know with plumbers yeah. and bricklayers and laborers and right. they're by no means dumb right you know right um, but but they'll get it if if we talk the same language yeah. you know but that's great I'm, I'm glad it comes across that way because sometimes yeah. when you're up there and you say things you're like what did I actually just say? Did it make any sense? It you does. Well, it does. Well, good. That's, that's yeah. glad to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, and I want more of that, you know, I just think, yeah. Cause I think the, a, a block between us and sharing with people is like, there's, there's sort of like you're other, you're religious and I'm not. And that creates, and there, it can be fed into cause like we hang around a lot of Christians. We spend a lot of time listening to Christian music and you can kind of get into the Christianese and stuff. And to cut through that with just like your devotional life and your normal way of being, I think is, is a, a, a significant door to open to just chat with your neighbor and have it flow into spiritual conversations because it's like just your what you've been reading about or what you were thinking about or you know what you're asking god for and you just say it like you'd normally say stuff i just think that i agree that comes naturally to you um, you know but it's it's a good example i think for the church so well great appreciate it thank you very yeah, much great. yeah yeah and i think that's actually a really good place for us to finish up um powerful story we'll keep praying that that relationship grows uh with your co-worker and uh you get to share more of jesus with her and i guess what i'd like to ask of you if you wouldn't mind is as we close i love to pray these things down so that uh, God would just use our story and discussion and help Living Hope to kind of be inspired by this and for the Holy Spirit to go ahead of us and uh, help us to keep doing this. So would you mind praying us uh, to the end here? I will do. All right. Thanks, Mike. Heavenly Father, we are your servants, Lord. Use us, um, mold us, and shape us uh, into what you will have us be to help carry your will out, God. And uh, you know, e- even more locally, let us be, uh, as Paul wrote to the Philippians, you know, let's be a, a, a church that approaches this with unity, mm. uh, that is that is uh, Christ-minded, yes. uh, that looks to each other and looks to the outside world when we leave that church on Monday until the following, on Sunday until the following Sunday, yes. uh, that we would see others um, as, as God's beloved uh, hmm. and, and put them above ourselves. Um, and, and just have that attitude we carry with us and, and let us use that to be just beacons of light in a, in a pretty dark and darkening world. Yeah. Let us be people that can encourage others, one another. Uh, let us be people that remind people that are lowly and, and, hmm. and crushed in spirit hmm. how important they are um, and, and how much they can add to the world, God. And we ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. All right.